John Stott, famous Episcopal preacher from the last generation, said, Pride is your greatest enemy, humility your greatest friend. It occurred to me that we are approaching the end of a month that has been set aside to celebrate pride, and I've not really said anything about it uh, in our devotions. I think what I wanted to do, I decided, you know, I'm just going to read through the Bible, uh, through what scriptures say about pride, and make some comments at the end. Let's pray together, please. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you love us, that you love us enough to tell us the truth. Um, and I pray that we would be a people who love others enough and love you enough to hold on to what you say is good and to help people um, be able to see what estranges us from you and from ourselves and from each other. Lord, I want to we want to confess our pride. We all wrestle with it. Pray that you would convict us. Through Christ we pray. Amen. So just reading some verses of, of scripture that talk about pride. Isaiah 2, 12. The Lord has a day in store for the proud. They will be humbled. James 4, 6. God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Proverbs 8, 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride, arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. Proverbs 11, 2, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Proverbs 13, 10, where there is strife, there is pride. Does it describe our generation today or what? There is pride and there is strife. And the more strife, the more evidence of pride. Proverbs 16, 5. The Lord detests all proud of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. And it's not just because of God arbitrarily punishing people because of their pride. It's because pride leads us to our own punishment. You can't sow the wind without reaping whirlwind. Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16, 19, better is a lowly, to be lowly in spirit along with oppression than to share plunder with the proud. Proverbs 18, 12, before a downfall, the heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. Proverbs 21, by the way, that's true of individuals, that's true of societies, that's true of nations. Humility comes before honor. Proverbs 21, 4, haughty eyes and a proud heart produce sin. Can't get much more clear than that. Proverbs 29, 23, pride brings a person low, but, a lowly, but the lowly in spirit gain honor. I'm seeing a theme develop. Psalm 10, 4, in his pride, a wicked man does not seek God. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. This is why pride goes before a fall and before destruction, because pride is the anti-God mindset. Romans 12, 16, live in harmony with one another. Well, how do you do that? Do not be proud, 
but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Daniel 5.20 describes Nebuchadnezzar, the king at that point, who was the king over the largest nation in the world, the largest empire at the time. When his heart became arrogant and hardened with pride, pride hardens people toward God. You ever notice? The more proud somebody is, the less they listen to God. Hardened with pride, he was deposed from his royal throne and stripped of his glory. G.K. Chesterton said if he had one sermon, G.K. Chesterton, one great um, preacher, uh, Catholic um, uh, leader of the early 20th century, Chesterton said if he only, only had one sermon that he could preach, it would be a sermon against pride. Pride, of course, there is an appropriate kind of pride. It is the kind of pride that makes us look at God to be grateful for him and for his blessings, to worship him and to be confident in him. Galatians 6, 14, Paul says, may I never boast except in the cross of Jesus Christ. So yeah, we can, we can be, be, be um, uh, confident in um, in, in what the cross does. We can be confident in God's grace toward us. We can be confident of the hope that we holds, uh, that, that, that heaven holds for us. Sinful pride focuses on self. Sinful pride thinks oneself superior, exalts self, diminishes God. Sinful pride is Adam and Eve in the garden. God says, don't eat the forbidden fruit. Satan whispers, but if you do, you will be like God. He appeals to their pride. Quite literally, in the garden, pride went before the fall. And, and the world has been that way. The truth has been true ever since. Genesis 3, 5, when you eat of it, uh, the, the, the serpent says, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God. Pride. Listen, Pride Month is no less than a celebration of independence from God. It is no less than saying to God, we don't take you seriously. We don't fear you at all. Let's be clear. God hates pride because of what pride does to us. Pride Month exalts pride loves what God hates. God gave the rainbow as a symbol of his authority over all creation. You know the story. God sees the world is so wicked in the day of Noah. He says, we're going to start all over again. We're going to wipe the, clay, the, the slate clean. And so God, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord and God saves Noah by his grace but all the world is purged of sin. So afterward, what does God do? God provides the rainbow. The rain, I mean, atmospherically, there's probably a big, a significant shift before and after the, scientifically before and after the flood. But spiritually, God provided the rainbow as a sign of his authority. His authority over 
all of creation. It was a promise that he would never destroy the world in a flood again. Not until the end of times would God start all over again in that kind of way. But it was also a symbol to everybody who looked at, to, to everybody who looks at, at the, the, the rainbow. We remember that God one time did punish evil. The world one time was so far, uh, far away from God that God found it necessary to clean the world of sin in such a dramatic way. Now, the LGBTQ plus community has taken that very symbol and claimed it as its own, as though to say, God doesn't have authority. We have authority. God is never going to punish sin anymore because there is no sin. We're not sinning. It is a defiance, a direct defiance of the authority of God, mocking the creator. Malcolm Muggeridge one time said, the orgasm has replaced the cross as the focus of longing and as the image of fulfillment. Never is that more true than in the perversion of the symbol of the rainbow. Never is that more true than in Pride Month that so many seem to be celebrating without blushing. Again, G.K. Chesterton said, if it is impossible without, it is impossible without humility to make anything, to, to enjoy anything, even pride. God hates pride because it destroys our joy. And we see that in our world today. What are the lessons the Bible teaches us on pride? To be clear, God despises it. It causes strife. It causes division and anger. And we see it all around us. It sets us up for destruction. It's the prelude for the fall, the first fall and every fall ever since. Literally, Genesis 3 shows us that's true. Pride also produces every other sin. C.S. Lewis one time said, according to the Christian teachers, the essential vice, the utmost evil is pride. Unchastity, anger, greed, drunkenness, and all that are mere flea bites in comparison. It was through pride that the devil became the devil. Let that sink in in Pride Month. It is through pride that the devil, not, not content in his position, became the devil thrown out of heaven. And now our nation sends, spends an entire month exalting what the devil loves. Pride leads to every other vice, C.S. Lewis said. It is the complete anti-God state of mind. It is pride which has been the chief cause of misery in every nation and every family since the world began. If you want to understand how evil the LGBT TQ movement is. It's never more clear than embracing 
Pride Month than celebrating as its anthem, Pride. I'll never forget when Rosaria Butterfield um, gave her life to Christ. She had been a leading advocate. She had been a, a, a vocal leftist feminist lesbian, she said. And she went into her closet and, 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 and it just struck her how she cleaned all of her house from all this pride material. Pride is how the devil became the devil. It is the flag that the devil flies over his capital. Now, entire nations, major corporations, athletic teams, all set aside special ways to celebrate what Satan celebrates. May Pride Month make us double down on our commitment to humility. Pride divides people. Humility brings harmony. That's what Romans 12, 16 tells us. Pride is your greatest enemy. John Stott says, humility, your greatest friend. Now, it's easy to curse the darkness, but we need to be the light. And so humility for us means that we love those who even are opposed to God. We hate what they do, but they are not the enemy. Satan is the one who has blinded them, the one who deceives them. And so we must not just see all the pride celebration and get angry. We must see that and pray more and weep more. May that be more of a motivation for us to pray. Oh Lord, make us brighter light in our time. Humility, my friends, is your greater, is your greatest friend. Pride should make us weep. Humility should humble us before the Lord because he opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So let's look at our own lives. Where's pride evident in your life? What does it mean to take yourself off the throne and worship God and be teachable and serve him and repent of sin and put others first and sacrifice more trusting that if we humble ourselves before the Lord, he will lift us up. Heavenly Father, um, it, I hate talking about this Pride Month stuff because it's just so sad and it can be overwhelming. Um, but we know that it's a spiritual battle, that Satan is battling for the minds and the souls of adults and children alike. We know that he's, he, is a, he is the one who causes uh, chaos and confusion and division and anger and strife. Lord, may we be agents of your peace. May we be more ready to pray. And so, Lord, we do pray for the lost, the lost people that we know in our lives. Um, 
some who just are lost enough to accept, tolerate, embrace what the devil loves. Help us to be more loving, to be bright light, to start conversations with people who don't know you, to offer, to pray for everybody. Lord, do your will through us, through Christ I pray. Amen. Let's pray for our friends.